What's up, guys? Welcome to Level Up the Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Bowen. We look forward to talking to you guys today. What's up, guys? Chris Bowen here with the Level Up the Podcast. I'm here with my guest today, Jeff Mercer. He is here to talk about uh, commercial construction, his construction business. We're going to talk about working out as it relates to business. Um, Jeff, why don't you introduce yourself, man? Yeah, hey, man. Welcome. I appreciate you having me on. My name is Jeffrey Mercer. I'm a project manager for Blue Hawk Construction. I also deal in sales. I love working out. Work out a few times, a few hours, about six days a week. You know, and so I, you know, I just, I enjoy it, man. So I don't really? know. I don't know what else you want me to talk about. <laughs> no, I love it. How do you relate being a project manager uh, when it comes to you used to run your own construction business? How do you right. relate that to being a project manager for somebody else? And how do you take that experience and implement it now? Well, you know, when I was working for myself, I really was the whole business. And so I was really good working with clients. I was really good at working with the subs. And that is what I really excelled in. Now, whenever you're talking about sometimes when it came to bids, when it came to dealing with the financials, a lot of this stuff I was never taught. And because I was hard headed, I never really was actually good in those areas. So I've actually been able to take what I excelled at best, what I enjoy doing the most, dealing with people, dealing with subs, being able to watch the quality of the job go on. And really push that forward, not just to help, really to help this business uh, grow as, as well as myself. And because I'm able to focus on the areas that I excel in anyways. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's, you know, such a key part of business itself, even when you run your own business, is making sure you have those people in your life and in your business that excel in the things that you don't excel at because there's so many things yeah. that go on in the business and you know if we're being honest here none of us are good at everything right. that's just the way that it is <laughs> i wish sure. we were i wish i could claim hey i'm good at everything right right maybe when you get that neural link in you know you have that uh that elon musk neural link you don't have to worry about it as much that's exactly right yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> all right so when you're in your business, or I guess when you're working out, how do you relate that to business? So how do you relate that drive and that uh, desire to be fit to business? Well, you know, in, in life, we have breaking points. And in the gym, I get to test and push where my boundaries are. And I get I relate that a lot to when we're in business, when we're in life. You know, we have different breaking points of, of how far can I push myself? You know, how much more weight can I add on? Yeah. And I like to tie it into the gym because it gives me a chance to see how far I can push myself. The time, the dedication, waking up early, you know, all of these habits tie into what do you end up doing in other areas of your I I fully agree with you there, man. I think uh, it also relates when it comes to just mindset and the ability to deal with stress. I think that's a big part of it as well. I think that going to the gym every morning or every afternoon, whatever your schedule is, 
that it really helps that mindset when it comes to your abilities to kind of handle that. Oh, we lost our, our Jeff over here, but that's okay. Oh, he's back. He's back. We're good. So we were, I was just kind of talking and uh, just kind of spit, spitting a little bit, but uh, I was talking about how I think, you know, one of the big benefits of going to the gym is that it really helps your mindset. You know, you're able to work out some of that stress. You're able to work out some of those, you know, those feelings that you get every day, um, whether you're working out in the morning or you're working out at the end of the day. Personally, I like working out at the end of the day um, because I get to work out all of the stress from the day and just be a better version of myself when I go home because I'm not having right. to deal with all the stress from the day. I'm but sure. Everybody's a little different. They are, man. And I am... I don't know if I'll ever be one of those end of day workout guys. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it is. You know, maybe it's the fact that I like my pre-workout too much. You know, (laughs) (laughs) I'm not trying to be up, you know, at, yeah, yeah. See, I'm not trying to be up until like one in the morning uh, because I'm still hyped and jacked on my, on what I like. (laughs) See, I'm one of those guys, man. I could drink something at 5 p.m. and go to bed at nine and be just fine. (laughs) <laughs> Lucky I'm sure those guys. I win. <laughs> uh, I'll be up for the next few days. <laughs> so, and then now you've got your own uh, kind of short form podcast. You're doing sauna sessions, man. Tell us a little bit about yeah. it. So, sauna sessions are the, kind of the brainchild of. So, what I figured is a lot of men struggle with vulnerability. And a lot of us tend to not understand where we all come from. And we tend to think that we're alone in a lot of the fights and a lot of the things that we've done in life. And so my my goal with sauna sessions was to give men the ability to explain where they've come from. And a lot of the men that I like talking to are, are men that have been through something. They're, they're successful in their lives. And they don't flaunt the success. You would never know that they're successful. But you get a chance to talk to them and see where they grew up and see what have they been through in their lives. What kind of, you know, traumas, what what kind of maybe single parent family. So maybe they went to jail. Maybe they knew some people that went to jail. And, you know, we, we've all been through things. We've all we've all done something and we all have these issues in our lives. And one of the biggest things with vulnerability is. It, it helps us get rid of the shame in our lives. Yeah. And shame is one of the biggest things that will stop men from being who they really are. When you are able to, when you're able to face shame, you're able to be vulnerable. And when you're able to be vulnerable, you can be authentic. You can be authentically who you are and you're okay with standing out uh, around the crowd of people that you're in because you're being who you are. It's easier to find the passions that you have in life. It's easier to find the path that you have in life. And it's easier to find the partner that you're looking for in life because you're finding somebody who actually wants to be with the person of who you are and not the avatar of who you want to be because you think that's going to make everybody happy. Yeah, I think that's huge, man. I think that uh, in a lot in life and a lot uh, just in general, you know, people build up these walls around them. Um, yeah. that's, you know, yeah. they have for a reason it's designed to, it's a defense mechanism. Um, but I think that the more that people break those walls down, you're absolutely right. 
They get to be that kind of their authentic self. And I really think that in business that's needed because yeah. that's a big driving factor in how you present yourself and how you present your business and the actions that you take within your business. 100%. Yeah, absolutely, man. I couldn't agree so, more, man. And so, and uh, do these interviews, do they take place in the sauna then? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I love Which it. adds a little bit layer of not just trying to figure out how to use the camera correctly because, it, you know, it ends up overheating after about 10 minutes. So trying to figure out how to get the format correct and, you know, how to keep my phone from frying. Uh, but oh, yeah, yeah. So they do, man. After a workout, hit the sauna, you know, and you know, let it air out. Yeah, it's a, and that's a good way to kind of clear your mind of everything as well. I mean, the sauna is a very relaxing place already. And so I can yeah. definitely see that, you know, when you get kind of, you've just worked through the stress of, you know, the day before that morning and then you're relaxing a little bit and yeah, you just kind of let it all out, man. And it yeah, really goes 100%. to try to, you know, let it all out. And so tell me what was, uh, you're big in Toastmasters and has that really been a kind of a driving factor in sauna sessions and in business? Yeah, absolutely, man. It's been huge. You know, I thought that I knew how to interact with people and I was wrong. So, <laughs> right? <laughs> I, it's funny, man. So I got into Toastmasters uh, when I started getting sober. And so maybe about six months, maybe a few months after getting sober in 2022, that's whenever I decided to get into Toastmasters because a friend of mine brought it up. And being able to and learning how to interact with people without having a liquid barrier was huge. Yeah. Because that was my whole courage, right? That's the only reason I was able to go out on dates. It was the only reason I was able to really hang out with a lot of the people that I knew at the time was because I had liquid courage, right? I, I could be who I wanted to be. And again, I still wasn't being who I wanted to be. And not only was it really healing because... I was able to learn how to talk, but I was able to talk about a lot of things that had been going on in my life in a place that was really safe. And yeah. it, man, it was huge. It was huge. So not only has it helped in being able to talk to people, it's helped in my impromptu speaking. So whenever, you know, we're doing something like this, you know, I'm able to come up with answers a lot quicker. Uh, it's helped in not being able to use ahs and ums, which it doesn't sound like a big thing. But being able to sit with uncomfortable silence, instead of saying, ah, oh, um, this and that, you really are able to have a better conversation with somebody. Well, it can take someone like us who don't really have, you know, that college education and you sound way more <laughs> educated when you know how to speak correctly and you know how For to sure. present yourself to others. Oh, I man. mean, it's huge. I mean, I, so a little background on me. I ran for school board a few years ago. So right. I kind of got thrown to the wolves in terms of public speaking, um, you know, going to these debates and forums and whatnot. And it is not for the faint of heart, man. It it really <laughs> is not. not. I mean, you throw somebody into a room of hundreds of people who's, you know, barely taken a high school public speaking class and tell them, you know, tell everybody your grand ideas for what you want to do. It's right. not easy. It is right. not easy trying to make sure that all your all your ideas come out and sounding correctly 
without sounding like a crazy person. Yeah, hundred percent. Exactly right. <laughs> my first one, my wife told me she's like, "Yeah, we're gonna have to get a little bit better." I was like, "Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right." That's a sweet way to put it. So, but I think it's one of those things that's so underutilized um, in life and business is the ability for public speaking. Not only does it open up more opportunities in terms of when you go to events, you know, such when you go to events such as like um, Toastmasters events, you go to chamber events, you know, chamber of commerce stuff, you go to, you know, different networking stuff. Maybe you decide that you want to go host courses and whatnot. I mean, it really opens up a lot of opportunities when you know how to public speak. It really does. It really does. So and, I think that's you, man. Yeah, and I was actually able to give a – it was a 35-minute speech with, Oof. like, about a 10-minute Q&A. Basically, from memory, I didn't have to use notes at the end. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> but I gave it on vulnerability. I gave it on vulnerability at one of the Toastmaster conferences. And being able to do that, man – it would not have ever been possible without it. Yeah, I truly believe that. I think that unless you have somebody, and I've got a good buddy, uh, Philip Sessions with uh, Speaking Sessions, uh, when it comes to doing public speaking courses and stuff like that. Good. Um, you know, it, it's just not possible to go out there and just do it. Um, you know, you have the rare people that are just, you know, so confident in themselves that can do it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but those people are few and far between, I feel like, a lot yeah. of times. Yeah. And you think you can do it. So funny you do it. Yeah. So I was the best man at a wedding, and I was supposed to give the best man speech. It was 30 seconds. Yeah. Was, <laughs> it probably felt like 10 minutes. Dude, I had no idea what to say. Like me and me and my buddy, I mean, we knew each other whenever he was, you know, a bit of a heathen. So I'm supposed to be over here, you know, talking him up. And I had, I was like, I didn't practice. I was like, I got this. This will be really easy. And it's real easy until you get up there. And I didn't know what to say. And I was like, uh, 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 salut. And they all kind of look at me like, salut. What? <laughs> what? What just happened? I have never sat down quicker. That is so funny. That is so <laughs> So I just gave the best man speech at my brother's wedding nice. back in uh, New Year's Eve. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's one of those things. He got on to me because I'm not a big speech writer. I don't like to write speeches personally. Um, I do really well kind of off the cuff uh, when it comes to speaking. And he's like, no, you, you can't do that. And I was like, I, don't worry. I got this. I got this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But it was still hard. I mean, even with the you know the public speaking that I've done, I don't know that I'll ever say that public speaking comes easy for me. Right. But I'm confident in it ninety percent of the time. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Still butterflies sometimes. That's, That's good. Exactly right. I mean, how do you not? You know, it's like looking at a uh, an amusement park ride. You're going to get butterflies sometimes, even if you've done yeah. it a million. Right. You know. Right. You get a little bit. <laughs> and finally, when you're upside down, you're like, oh, okay, I'm going to make it out alive. That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me a little bit about the construction business. So what's – you said it's companies Blue Hawk. What do they kind of specialize in? So I know that I've been to one of your job sites before. 
Yeah. It was a restaurant uh, remodel that you guys did. But what type of construction are you guys typically doing? Well, we typically do residential. We do commercial. uh, We do civic. You know, we really have pretty much a a wide range of things that we do. You know, we're we're going into pretty big. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with as many people, man, are, that are moving to to Texas. And so right now, you know, we're working on uh, the Metropolitan out in downtown Dallas. We got a few condos out here that we're working on. You know, I got some more people that are wanting me to bid on them out here as well. We are doing a restaurant out in North Richland Hills. We are, man, I'm trying to think of some of the other places that we're doing. You know, we got an entire house remodel out in Fort Worth that we're working on. I got a few jobs I got to go look at tomorrow. Uh, and so it's, I mean, we, we really, you know, anything that you can do with construction, you know, we're involved. And, and I want to cool. say one of the interesting things about the company is it's actually two-pronged. So the owner of the company actually has a another company where he invests in oil. He has an oil and gas energy company. So that's really the the beginning. That was the starting. So the company is two prong. They actually have an independent energy company where they go, they find oil wells, they look to drill. So if anyone is, any of your listeners wanting to invest in oil and gas, it's actually a tax-free investment. And, you you know, just have them reach out to you, have them reach out to me. I can get him in That's contact cool. with the owner of the company, and, and he's the uh, he's a master salesman, man. You know, he knows the business uh, front, back, left, or right. So that's my next question is, how can people get a hold of you or Blue Hawk Construction? Yeah, so just reach out, reach out to me at jeff at bluehawkconstruction.com. Okay. We have a website that we're finishing building out with some of the stuff, one of the jobs, a lot of the jobs that we've been doing. You can find me on Instagram at Orator of Divinity, all one word. You can and TikTok that's, as well, correct? TikTok as well, Orator of Divinity, and or find me on Facebook at Jeffrey R Mercier, and that's that's where I'm at. You can find me, ask me anything you need to. I don't have anything separate yet for sauna sessions, but eventually, I'm sure I will. Well, awesome, brother. Well, I really appreciate your time today. And I, yeah. you know, thank you for taking time out of your day to talk to us and, you know, tell us about yourself and, you know, how that relates to business and how it relates to, you know, everything you've done in life from getting sober to learning to persevere, man. We yeah. really appreciate it. Absolutely, man. I appreciate you having me on, man. I love to see what you're doing with the podcast. Uh, I think it's a great idea, man. I'm excited to see see how that works out for you, man. All right, brother. I appreciate it. You have a great rest of your day. Hey, you do the same, brother. Talk to you later.